ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, the one and only The Fellas Five Podcast, featuring your five favorite uh, black voices uh, of America that are in the Philadelphia area, with the exception of one of them that's down by Baltimore. Um, Hey, look, we're just, we're five guys who've been friends for a long time come from different backgrounds and we uh we get together each week talk about an array of topics and right now you caught us in the middle of our love series um before we get any further into that let's do our check-in warren how you been this past week bro hi everybody i have been all right um a little tired but uh i'm good though i'm good though um did a bunch of nice things um, felt good about myself. Um, and yeah, you know, other than that, really not too much else to report. I'm another day above ground, as folks say. So happy to hear, to be here and doing it and sharing it with my peoples. Mario, how are you, bro? Um, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, feeling better than I did last week. I think last week I was really, really short on my, uh, my intro. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Very, very interested in, you know, what we're going to get into today. Um, health, all the other stuff is good. Work is busy as hell. It's crazy. Um, but that's a good thing because, um, at least I know I still have a job. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I constantly pull my care of child out. I'm just happy to be here. Constantly pulling it out. This is a really, really good like chunk of time for the week, and I I, I look forward to it every week. Um, okay, what's going on with you? Thank you, good brother. Um, <clears throat> I too am, am happy to be here. This is uh, one of the best hours of the week for sure, and we hope that we, you know, the way we feel about each other is the way we hope you feel about this podcast too. Um, we we look forward to uh, bringing you guys content every week. And this week is no different, as Quan mentioned. But um, yeah, man, uh, the week's been cool. Blake's soccer team won a little championship this week, uh, this past weekend, so that was cool in the tournament. And uh, it was great to see you guys actually on Friday, Rio. Thanks for bringing the family out to his flag football game. Um, that was fun. And uh, yeah, outside of that, man, um, you know, happy, uh, scary month, I guess. Halloween, if you're into that kind of fall horror movies and all that kind of stuff and enjoy, enjoy your times folks but we look forward to talk to you today and and uh can't wait so uh chris or 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 Quan, how y'all doing yeah i'm good yeah i'm uh, doing oh i'm a fault i'm sorry chris. go ahead yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, i'm good family family's chilling and um yeah just happy to be here as well. I'm happy that, you know, we are all in good health and hopefully getting healthier as the days go on with our push-up challenge and whatnot. Um, but I'm good, man. Can't complain. Appreciate you checking in. Thanks for mentioning that, Chris. I hope y'all doing your push-up. I've been real quiet on the group chat. I hope everybody's still doing it. That's what our thing is this month. Last month, just for you listeners, like Rick, I think Kev mentioned it last week. Um, you know, we're trying to do things to, you know, motivate each other stay a little healthier, stay around a little longer, stuff like that. Last month, it was like walking, running, biking, all of that other stuff. And this month, it's push-ups. 
I hope everybody's I hope everybody is getting pushups in. Because group chat is quiet. I've been on mine. Indeedy. QDZ. Oh, I am uh I'm doing well. I'm um working at the the this side of town, which is great. Working um two days a week at a rec center that has this, you know, really thriving after school program. So that's pretty dope. Pretty cool. Um, and this week I have been able to start going back to the gym. So that has been uh super dope and uplifting. Um, I actually completed day two of four. Now I thought it was going to be three, but I was able to sneak in like a, a arm routine today. So, um, I'm I'm good getting the uh my wife got a membership too now so we about to just start going to the gym all the time getting fit you know what I'm saying it's about to be a you know what I mean a, a, a hot family winner that's what we gonna call it fuck the bullshit um <laughs> yeah so uh man everything's been good man uh can't really complain not gonna complain been blessed and you know keep looking. For the Lord's blessings and graces, cause it's it's crazy out here some days. But uh, you know, I'm just keep my eyes on the prize, staying focused. But uh, I'm excited about tonight's topic. We actually did some uh some structuring, and we've been doing a lot of you know off pod chat about uh this topic. So I'm I'm excited about the direction that things might go this week. So let's uh. Let's get into it. Who wants to kind of, I feel like Kev might want to jump in a little bit and start kicking things off for tonight's episode. You know what sure. I mean? Part two of the love series. <clears throat> what you got, bro? All right. Well, yeah, was, thanks for the intro, that was, brother. That was real cheesy. I apologize. I, I won't no, do it no again. No worries. No worries. No worries. So, yeah, following up last week's episode of Attraction, um, an objective attraction, you should take a look at that or take a listen. Uh on Spotify, but um, this week we're talking about uh, falling in love and what is uh, kind of, what is love, you know what I mean? What is being in love, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, to get started, my first question, and, and whoever would like to get, get going to open this up can, um, is what do you think love is and how would you describe it? easy all right so uh i've been thinking about this a lot a little bit lately it's, it's hard to define love um, a lot a little bit i heard that too a lot a little too. bit right so <laughs> so i boiled it down to something very very simple but also like it's very complicated uh love is a choice it is it is a choice, but it is like, it's a matrix and array and layers of numerous, numerous, I don't want to say infinite because there is a finite amount depending on X, Y, or Z, but um, fundamentally it is a choice and a series of choices and an array of choices over an extended period of time that are connected, influenced by choice. And I don't want to get into it because it gets really heady, gets really kind of into it, but at the root cause of it, root base of it, choice. Doc, 
All right. Um, I, I think when you strip it down, love is really energy. Um, and I look at, look at love being energy for the fact that I think it exists. I think it's something that can be found. It can be found anywhere. It's something that and can exist in different forms, different shapes. Um, it's all around us. Um, it, it kind of fuels some of our, our behaviors, our, our thoughts, our deeds, all of those things. Um, and yeah, I'll just kind of snip it there. But yeah, energy is my answer. So we've got a choice and we've got energy so far. And Rio got us on the next joint. Um, I think love is a verb. Um, it's an action, like it's, it's in your actions, it's in the things you do, um, it's how you conduct yourself, carry yourself um, in regards to your significant other, partner, however that is defined. Um, but it's not just something you say, it's not just something you feel, it's something you act on consistently. Um, so yeah, I'll say love is a verb. Christopher. Uh, First Corinthians thirteen four man, love is patient, love is calm, love does not envy or boast. It does not. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist in its own way. It's not um, irrational or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. That's all I got. Ooh, I like that we did homework this week. I like this. Chris took us right to a wedding. That was right to the wedding. That, that, that was, was well cute. done by yeah, Chris. Yeah, I'm well played, Chris. You won that one. All right. So this has been an episode of the Thief. Mic drop, huh, Chris? Um, <laughs> as a, uh, I think I was 14. It's a 14 year old. I said, love is like confusion because people think they're in love and sometimes they're not in love. Um, and that's what I thought at 14, confusion. You can find that in a Lauren Hill album, Miseducation, Lauren Hill. Um, <laughs> the thing the is, eternal he plug. is absolutely telling the truth. This is shameless not plug. like, yeah, this is a shameless plug. It's real. You really can't find we'll never hear the end of this, this either. Yes, you will find him saying this on Lauren Hill's album. This is very But um, as a 39-year-old, it does involve, it does still involve bouts of confusion, right? Love to me is this feeling of, it's good, but it's an out of control feeling of, and it's out of control in the sense of, I'm in this thing. And it should be great. Sometimes it can hurt. Sometimes love can be pain. Um, and that's a set. I think we got to go there eventually too. Love is a lot of, love is, a, is like an ocean, I guess, as I'm going to say now. Um, as 39-year-old <laughs> Kev, right? It's got waves. It's got ripples. Um, sometimes you're just floating there mellow, and sometimes it's very turbulent. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. That that was off-the-cuff answer right there, because I think that's just what the vibe is. Um, like you said, love is everything, basically. <laughs> and it can't, I mean, that's not, a, that's not, that wouldn't be wrong either, right? <laughs> when you got love, Ain't in a couple songs. As long as we got love, we don't need nothing else. It's a couple songs like that. So um, they was lying though. Oh, they was. Lying. I love. I love where we are. They was lying um, though. Was I don't lying. know which which angle to go from here, but I, I will say, um, love is this feeling of of being out of control, but completely 
in that moment and 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 wanting it, loving it, enjoying it, if you will. Um, that's hmm. how I feel about it, right? Like you don't. So I heard it was a choice, right? And I'm I'm going in. So this is you know now to the next stage. Okay. For those of us who are parents, mm-hmm. your heart chooses. You don't really choose for you to love your kids, right? It just it is you hear their heartbeat, you hold them, and it's like, whew, this instant attachment, right? Like it's we can say that here, but that's technically arguable. You could argue. Mm. That so is, some some parents don't have that connection with their kids. That's true. Correct. Man. That's technically our. That's a good point. Right. So I was thinking I would just have this conversation with my wife. I was like, so so to have to have a child, um, really, it, it, it's a it's a mechanical thing. You need a sperm, you need an egg, and you need a gestation period for the 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 fetus to mature and be able to exist you know, on its own, there is, there would be a means, right, for me and my wife, or not even my wife, me, and let's say my wife is is not my wife, but she's a different person. Um, If she got her eggs frozen and donated, I donated my sperm for the person who is now our son to actually exist we to be his biological parents but also simultaneously we not have any love or even any knowledge of him like that there's a means for that to exist and by that standpoint like the love the intense love that we have for him now also doesn't exist because it's not despite the fact that we are his parents like you know what i mean like so that's true just being a parent doesn't necessarily equal love for a child that's true however I'm going to refute that. Uh-oh. When he was born, did mm-hmm. you choose to love him or did it just happen? Well, to that end, I made a series of choices before he was even born. No, stop being so philosophical, brother. When he no, came but, out, but, you, had him, you held him like this. But, but, that, but that was a culmination of choices I already made to get to that point. So by default, I was, what doing, I was loving him. Nope, nope. <laughs> no what? No what? So you're saying you? It sounds like I'm hearing you're saying you, you chose to love your son by actions made prior to his existence, because yeah, and that was falling in love with the idea of being a dad. You love the idea of being a dad. Sure. When he got here, it was like, oh shit. The way you you gush about him, you you lied over him. You went you went to a different level when he was. You cannot. So you mean you're telling me right now you could just stop loving? You could stop feeling that way? It will be very hard, but it's. I mean, that's a choice that I would make. So, so do, you're saying do I, yes. do I want to make that choice? No. So you're saying could that you choice feel be right? made? Yes. The way really? that you feel right now, you can turn could. off. No, 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 no. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm being very explicit here. To make the choice, there has to be the desire to make said choice. Correct. Quan, you're doing too much. I'm not doing, doing too much. much. Yeah, you, you are. are. You're, do, you're doing too much. So, and, so here's the question. Here's the question. The but you're asking very, me. You're asking right. me. And who is Quan? So, everything that I, you guys know me. We too got deep. it. So here's the question. Boiling here, it down okay. to the, Hear this question in response to this question. Okay. So you're saying that you, Quan, 
could right now stop loving your son. You could just all of a sudden say, if someone yeah, forced you to make that choice, I don't yeah. want to feel. I'm no longer going to feel this way moving forward. No, because I I am me. So it's not a choice then. It's not a choice that I am willing to make. I have no desire to make that choice. So is it? A- so okay, we're gonna hit pause on that so we don't get so we don't get caught up. Yeah, just, let's not. Let's not. Let's move forward. Move but, forward. But um, anyone else on the second go round of of I, that I, identity or any any questions for any of us that 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 answered? Go ahead, Doc. So, just thinking about, I guess, I guess I want to go back to my energy um, offering. Mm-hmm. So, this is so I, we we often hear about the um, the idea of falling in love, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think I agree with that, right? Um, I think you find love, mm. right? I think love, and because or does love find you? Love is love is found, right? So love is found by one party or another, right? Mm. But I think it's an energy that exists, and here's why. Remember, at one point we were five people that existed in the world separately, yep. and then we came together, and now we have love, right? Hmm. I would offer that what we found was this connection that is that is love. It happens to be love. Absolutely. Um, right. And and that's why I think it's an energy because it speaks to like if we're looking at our relationship in comparison to other folks that we know, it's not that we know that this is something different, right? It's not that we're not friends or not friendly with other people, mm-hmm. but I think we recognize and acknowledge this to be something different that we could identify is is special and i think i don't know and, and just kind of looking at love i think of love as this this thing that exists now with all of that said mm-hmm. i can offer also that there are different degrees of love different there's levels love. that's what i want i want to get to that too go ahead Doc. Okay. Go ahead, so Doc. it's almost like and it's not like i love you less than i love that person or i love this person more than that but i think there's there's levels to how we feel this energy but i think it speaks to the way we feel like a connection like a like a drawing like some kind of 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 entity that has its own life that you can't like really you said that not me uh this kind of life that exists because we i don't know if we could ever say when when did we realize that we love each other, right? I don't think that's a thing. It's just we started feeling. We started verbalizing felt, it, but it right because it felt there differently. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's like mm-hmm. I'm, I now recognize this feeling. It's like it's not hot until you know it's hot. You know what I mean? Like something isn't cold until you know it's cold. Like oh, the temperature's going down. Temperature's going down. It's getting colder, but you don't say it's cold. And she's like, ooh, I feel that different. Or it's getting hot. It's like ooh, now I feel this heat. I, I mean, technically, it's cold outside, but I can be inside. Cold so know that it's cold outside. Nope, that's relative. That, that, I think there's a relativity to that. So I'm, I'm talking about how we experience the thing, and that's why I look at it as an energy because it's about the way it's experienced. If you say it's cold outside, that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean anything because it exists in a very, like, obtuse context, right? You have to kind of make a lot of, a lot of inferences about what is cold, what is not cold, and kind of like there's this whole equation that goes into saying something is or is not what it is. Snow is cold. In comparison to... Knowing it's cold versus feeling it's cold are two different things. Mm. Sure, but that doesn't mean it's not cold. But going off of what he's saying, this energy is more of like a feeling thing. It's not necessarily a knowledge. Because again, I know it's cold because the thermometer said it's 32 degrees, but I don't feel that it's cold. 
and you so might have been outside. And both of them are the same exact thing, but me feeling it's going to hit different than me looking at that thermometer. And 32 degrees might not feel cold to you, which is the part of the conversation, right? So it's mm. kind of, thank you for, for even articulating that, Rio, because it's about this feeling that you have, like, I know what I know, but I feel what I feel. And what you know, I think, is subjective. I think this feeling is something that just exists on its own. My argument. I like it. I like it, too. I'm here with you. I want to ask this, guys. How do you, what's the difference? We talked about levels. We talked about energy. We talked about a choice. Uh, we talked about actions. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how do you know, what is love versus being in love? You know what I mean? Like, so Warren mentioned that we love each other, right? And it was something that, and I'll, I'll go first, I guess, when that answer. But um, it's something that just happened where, you know, eventually we started hugging longer, but not in the sense of like, I'm just holding on. But like, you know what I mean? The goodbyes, the goodbyes took longer, right? Like for me, it, it was, was more like, like casual kind of, no, I got like, you, yo, yeah. I, I, and it's maybe it's just me, but I say goodbye to like y'all in particular, like this group of friends, like 17 right. times, like, yeah, I don't want this you know. this this time to stop. Right. That's that's love. It's like yo, know, these are really my guys. I'm at home here. I'm I'm peaceful. I'm happy. I just I could be mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm welcome. This energy that we have, this vibe is great. Um, I don't want to stop. Yo, boy, I love you, man. All right, yo, man, it was good to see you, bro. All right, man. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. All right, yo, yo. I'll take care, man. All right, man. Kev, you good? All you right, want to stay tonight? Ah, I mean, I don't you know. know. That that's when. We knew this was that, right? Being in love, to me, um, that's where I was going with that control piece. Being in love is kind of, you start falling, um, you know, with your partner or whatever, and it's like, you're no longer, see, I don't know if it's a choice. I guess you have to choose to love someone at the very beginning or choose to open yourself up to love to be ready to receive the love. Mm -hmm. That part's a choice. And then it goes where it's going to go. You know what I mean? Um, if you're willing, you know, mm-hmm. now coming, I've come out of a, a painful situation in love where I wasn't necessarily willing to get all the way back in. Like, you know what I mean? I think there's levels, right? So I think as, as Warren mentioned, you might have level one, level two, where it's like, all right, this is comfortable. I'm still kind of choosing my, my, my energy level within this environment. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't know how many levels there are, but there's a point where it's like, I'm no longer, I'm just in it. And I, I, you choose to be all in and you just, you know, that's why that, some people say love is blind like that or, or, or um, why do fools, you can be foolish in love because you're no longer thinking through it. You're just being in it. I mm-hmm. think at some level um, we can go further, but I think being in love with someone is kind of that place where, you're choosing, you're, you're doing the actions that Rio mentioned to, to make sure this person feels safe and, and loved and secure and, and kind of an emotional way. Um, but on your side, you're kind of just, to me, you've lost that. You're enjoying it. You're going in it. You're in it. But it's like, to me, there's no longer a piece when you're deeply in love. There's no longer a piece of I'm in control of how I feel. If it's like all the way, I think you're just kind of, at that point, when you're in love with someone and that person, hopefully, God willing, is in love with you back, there's this kind of reciprocal thing where it's like, I got you and I, we, and we got us and you got me. And like, together, we are this thing. And I'll stop there so I don't go on too long. I know I, know I see Warren getting, I see Quan. Um, Doc first. 
I'm, I'm going to do this one first. Bring that energy, um, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let it roll in so, like the tide. I, leave that ocean stuff in the ocean. <laughs> um, Dragon Warren wet over ocean. here. Hey, hey, it's, it's, right? it's all about that ocean. Wet. It's not, Kevin. It's still not about the ocean. So <laughs> that, that wet, wet. Let's stay with the... Um, that's part of love, too. Not, that's a whole side conversation. Um, They're gushy. Let's, let's stick with the falling in love analogy. So if we're going to go with falling in love, I think we're not talking as much about the falling in love part as we are about the letting go, which leads to the falling. Time out, time out. Before we go too far, what was the analogy? We're talking about falling in love. Like, Quan, stick with me. You said Please. analogy, motherfucker. Just, I'm just stop. Just stop. Business. Stop being Quan for two seconds. Just let me do this. <laughs> motherfucker's just going to use words and then throw people off. Like... Oh, my goodness. So we're going to stick with the whole idea of falling in love. Thank you. I think falling in love is not as much about the falling as it is the letting go. And I and Kev, I, I, I'm going to offer that that is more what you're speaking about. Kind of like how you were thinking about whether or not it's a choice and mentioning, you know, the letting go and just like, I just didn't have control. Now, I feel like... Letting go of what, though? The control. Kevin mentioned letting go of control. Okay. So I'm, I, that's, that's my thinking, that it's you at some point maybe felt connected, maybe trusted, maybe felt you were feeling the feelings enough to not be as cautious as you were previously. And right? that's the deepest, to me, that's the deepest level. Because I think there, if we, as we acknowledge, maybe we can get further to this. And I don't want to derail where you're going, but no, I do want to say, like, there are levels to that to that process, and the deepest level is you riding a wave. You out. You lost control. It's more so, so for me. I'm sorry. But, no, go, you got it. No, go it's, ahead. it's more so a thing of emotional transparency. Um, this this falling that you speak of, or as Warren is is talking about in regards to letting go. It's again. It's it's honestly letting go of like certain emotional boundaries that you may have with yourself um and allowing this other individual um into those boundaries these these areas where you feel safe just by yourself mm-hmm. and nobody else is allowed to be there and you are giving them access to that you giving them access to that and then making you feel safe and, and feel comfortable or you know any of those warm fuzzy things will allow you to further let go of these emotional boundaries, thus getting to a point where you are, again, emotionally transparent. It's kind of like, well, I'm not, like, I don't have anything to hold up. Like, you have, like, access to, like, every part. So now it's kind of like, all right, you got it all. So it's not really much I can do anymore. Like, I don't really have a guard. All the walls are down. Yeah, Yeah, I don't have a guard at this point. So that's your falling thing so it's like you have like these most vulnerable parts of me that i've given you access to and that you know you are trusting um that this person you know doesn't take advantage of or you know cares for um or whatever the case may be and that is this falling thing i don't i don't again i i understand what warren is saying as far as just letting go but the feeling is you kind of feel like truthfully like you're like suspended in the air kind of sort of from an emotional standpoint yeah. like, or like floating in the ocean 
okay, I, I don't know about this ocean thing. Um, I'm not the greatest swimmer, so me floating in the ocean sounds like my demise. Scary as hell. I hear you. So yeah, but so is love. Be a buoy. Just be that a buoy. Terrible. That sounds terrible. I'm not. I don't know if I'm that dense. Like I don't know if that's gonna work out. <laughs> no, okay. I don't know if that's gonna work out. Um, but yeah, I, I think just to you know not to be so long winded. I think it's it's more so of getting to a state of emotional transparency. Um, I love which, the way you put that. Which gets to that point of falling in love or or letting go. All right. Before Doc goes, I want Doc Quan and then Chris. I want you to think about. Cause you got a really long, great love story. I want to hear it, Chris. Like, when did you know? Um, so I'm prepping you um, for that story. But, but go ahead, Doc. Mine is actually gonna might take us a little bit off, so I'll I'll reserve mine for a little bit later after we right. circle the pieces a bit. Then DZ, then Chris. All right. So I'm actually gonna go back a little bit, <laughs> and I've I don't know how certain I am of this, but it's. It's probably something that's continuously evolving, but right now I feel as though there is there aren't different types of love. There's only one type of there's only one love that exists, right? And it is a it is a wide spectrum of things. Um and the different points in time that we experience are just all different points on the same spectrum of love. So I, I say that to say like the same love that we experience for each other is the same love that we experience for our our family or our significant others or our favorite food, et cetera, et cetera. It's just a different part of the spectrum different parameters are, are, are hit um, because you could argue the intensity that you have for, let's say, uh, a relative or, or a parent, that same level of intensity you may have for a significant other or your favorite sport. I mean, not to diminish either of those, but it's, it's the same a lot. If you were to describe the feelings that you feel the emotions that are involved, et cetera, et cetera, those things are going to be more than likely the same feelings and emotions. It's just a matter of how you express those things uh, are going to be different. Um, like when I was younger, I wrote this poem about how I want to love somebody the same way, like, I love my mother, like in a sense of, I completely trust, I, no matter what the situation or scenario is, no matter how angry I may get, like, it's not going to change how I feel about this person. I may dislike this person even, I'm still, I still love this person though. And that's never going to change. Um, so there's that. In terms of falling in love, um, I think there's a, a component of, of time that plays a factor, but also just experience. Um, and those can 
kind of play with each other. You can go through a lot of different experiences in a short amount of time and get to the same result as somebody that has spent a whole bunch of time, but maybe very few experiences um, throughout that course of time. Um, and so I would say for me, uh, falling in love becomes a a matter really of kind of to Rio's point um it's a matter of of trust or I should say it's a function of I'm getting a little mathematical here a function of trust um of vulnerability and being able to be open and accepting and, and vulnerable just period um but also commonality and a desire uh, to continue on moving forward. Um, to use Kev's analogy, when I when I give advice about relationships, not to say that I'm a relationships expert, but I do like this analogy, uh, which is actually a little bit better use of the word than what we had earlier tonight's episode. I think of of ships passing in the night on the ocean or ships in the ocean in general, right? Sometimes people come in your life and and your paths are going to cross. Um, and sometimes just in that moment, you know, you guys meet, but you guys are coming from different directions, going in different directions. Sometimes you may see a ship in the distance and you guys are heading in the same direction, but you never get any closer. Maybe never get any further apart. Um, sometimes people will come in and out of your path multiple times as you're going on where you're going. The key is you have a place that you're going to. They have a place that they're going to. Finding a, a good partner is about finding somebody that's on a similar journey, not necessarily even the same path, but a similar journey that together you guys can have a better vessel that allows for both of you to get to your destinations in a means that will be improved upon more than you could do for yourself. Um, so it's in terms of love and falling in love, it's it's a process of like going through difficult moments, dealing with adversity together and finding that this person that you're spending this time with has your best interests, you know, truly deeply cares about you. You guys have this connection and you guys want to build towards something together um, that otherwise you wouldn't be able to really create on your own. Um, that's what I kind of boiled down love as being and, and falling in love is that process of getting to that point where you realize that like, I can't, I can't live my life anymore without this person. All right. I, I want to say, I, I liked all of it. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer here tonight, folks. Um, we're just exploring. I want to say the falling still happens uncontrollably is a word I used earlier, but 
I think the choice to stay in love is a choice because that requires work and that requires action. But I'm, I'm going to put a pin in Well, that come off. Yeah. So, it, Q, it sounds almost like you're talk, you speak of falling in love as symbiosis. Right, which Describe, is interesting. Uh, symbiosis I identify is, what that is. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Symbiosis is it's effectively uh, two separate entities that create a relationship uh, as it benefits both of them, right? So right. it's so it's it's less about like any feeling, it's more about like thoughtful planning and strategizing of what may make sense to do for the benefit of the of the group, of, of the individuals and the collective. Which I think is interesting because tonight's probably the first time I ever really thought of, I thought of falling in love or being in love in that way. And maybe that wasn't what you said, but that's what I heard. And I, I, I don't know that I think, I don't know that there isn't some merit to that, right? And, and mm. without getting, without touching on too much else, um, I have a belief that some of the relationships that folks find themselves in are more symbiotic than love-based. But that's something that we can pin and, and because I think that could really take us any of a number right. of places. So we can, we can, yeah. So what you got for that, just kind of as a, as a, as a, as a response, because I'm curious if that's yeah. what you intended or. Uh, so, so I think for me, I, as I get older, I'm, I'm more hesitant to always attach romantic emotions to love because mm. all, although they are often intertwined and sometimes used interchangeably, you can love something without it being a romantic or a, a, a romantic endeavor, if you will. Absolutely. Like people Absolutely. love objects, but they're not like, you know, trying to have sex with them. There but is, is that love though. That, but how is it? I mean, you don't, you love basketball. You mm -hmm. love football. Absolutely. These are things that you can't, can't tangibly like be have a physical intimate relationship with you can't be like yo everybody this is this is my girl um basketball you know we about to have some kids that's you can't do i need to do that though to love something or to be in love with it do i need to have kids or have a romantic relationship but that's what i'm saying like so if you take the romantic part out of it love still exists there's still love without there being the romantic physical aspect of it that I think sometimes it's it's easy to describe love with the romance because that's something everybody's familiar with but I think it's more important to understand love on its own to really understand what that connection actually truly is and then once you get a better understanding of that then we can understand like how do we how do we experience and express that that actual connection because again I think that's why I like I go back to choice because if you look at love as like a series of layered choices all upon each other, to me that 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 becomes like a different type of like understanding of a connection of like I can say I love you guys, but I can also look at millions of choices that we've made to to like make this bond stronger. And even starting from the initial choice of like. I'm going to open up to like have on this conversation. I'm going to, you know, 
link up with Rio for this and we're going to play ball here and then Chris is going to cut my hair and like I'm going to confide in Warren on this and like I'm you know I'm making the choice to like understand Warren's perspective more and not you know reject it because it sounds different from my like I'm doing all of these things and over time and having layers upon layers upon layers of these choices and again keeping in mind the choice made is a million other possibilities not chosen right so it's so it's like it's i'm i'm feeding as warren would say i'm feeding energy into these things while not feeding energy into other things okay i i want to say this and yeah i don't want to take it too far away and and it's it's wordsmithing a little bit because romantic means the first definition conducive or to or characterized characterized by the expression of love and the second definition is characterized by or suggestive of an idealized view of reality neither of those i would describe my love of football and basketball as romantic i don't need to be able to kiss it and have sex with it for it to be romantic if that that's a, that's a that's a separate thing but i i do think I'm just re- I'm, I'm I'm repositioning what you just said there because I, I mm-hmm. think it's still love is love, <laughs> whether it be your mom, your dad, your the way you express it, correct, might be different, but the core feeling, sp- basketball, coaching a team like that, that energy, right, um, is still love for me. Um, I know. Doc, you had something, but I want to get to Chris because I know Chris has been quiet and Chris has a very special love story that I'd like to hear more on of like how you knew Chris and how you kind of choose, as Quan said, to, to still be in it. It's funny because I'm the guy that's not really lovey-dovey and doesn't talk a lot about our love story. So <laughs> that's why I specifically came but, to you, Chris. That's yeah. why. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> No long, long story, but um, not like my, my my wife and I we met in high school, and it's kind of like love at first sight. You kind of know, um, so um, and uh, there's a song, "Music Soul Child," doesn't don't change. I think it's the name of it, and um, there's uh, a it's not part of the song, but the music video. He says like, when you find somebody you love, you hold on to them, you know. And uh, you know, I found somebody that I love at a you know at a, a younger age, and like I, I held on to her, you know, like it's not like this, this, there's a lot of, you know, other females, a lot of, a lot of, you know, fish in the pond, but, you know, like I found somebody that I love and I just held on to her, you know, and, uh, and, and that, that's, that's, that's our love story, man, you know, and, and it's, you know, not saying it's perfect, um, but, you know, um, it's unconditional. And, and one thing I'll say is, you know, um, I think real hit on this earlier in terms of like, you know, when you know you love somebody and I always say like, it's putting, putting, somebody else before you you know it's just mm. putting somebody before you like you know so if she's having a, a bad day at work or whatever you know like i'm like what can i do you know like you mean like rub your feet or whatever like i don't like great point <laughs> like, amen before my wife you know like yeah so it's like you, you put you put you know somebody else's needs before you and the same thing like even as a parent you know i'm always gonna put my my boys needs before me you know i was telling my wife a story this morning about how when i you know I, it was getting them ready for school and you know they had pancakes and waffles and i had a grapefruit so all i want is my grapefruit and then jamie ate his pancakes and came over and picked up 
I want to pay for your daddy. I'm like, yo, really, dude? Like, you just had pancakes, bro. Get out of my face. But because my boy, you know, wanted some grapefruit, I'm like, all right, son, here you go. And then the older one's like, well, if he got grapefruit, I want grapefruit, daddy. So, so I gave I gave my 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 breakfast, my food to my kids. Um, the last grapefruit was very very tasty, but because like you know, those are my boys, I put their needs or their their wants. And they what they need no no grapefruit, but I put that, you know, before um, uh, you know, I guess my desire <laughs> to eat the food. So I think I think it's I think it's like you know putting putting others before you. Um, and and um, yeah. That, that's 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 kind of my take on that but yeah that's that's my love story but i think it was love at first sight and um it's definitely a choice to stay stay in love i believe and and just putting um those needs before you know yours putting that, that was great hmm. sounds very choosy chris I like that was it. great bro yeah. um is there is there any specific moment when you knew or like you said it was for you it was love at first sight is there was there a vibe? Did you have butterflies? Did you go? Did you did you did you like leave the, the school and go home like damn? Like this this girl is like, I mean, like the best. Like was there a moment like that? No, nah, nah, it's, it's kind of like you know, um, it's definitely a, a vibe and a feeling that you get, of course. Um, and along with that, you know, we all went to this where you know you 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 you're dating somebody and you're talking on the phone until like you know five o'clock in the morning. You wake up slobbering. It's like you still there. You still here? I'm not sleeping. I'm yeah. not sleeping. Yeah. You know, that 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 type of deal. So I mean, like, and, and the other part is, you know, real, you know, necessarily is like in completely open up and be your your authentic self. They always talk about that in, in the business environment, being your authentic self. You know, that's the, the terminology that they use nowadays. Um, but you know, I'm only my authentic self really with with you, um, four bastards um and um sister my parent like my parents and my wife and my kids you know so i know my father i just don't fuck with him yeah so, you know, shit. but but i i, 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 lo I love y'all because i can be the quirky you know dry sense of humor guy that i am and you know and, and I'm, I'm my authentic self with with you all and you know i think that my wife is probably one of the few people other than my direct family, my parents, my sister, that was my authentic self with um, as well. So I think that's also part of, of that and, you know, being accepted for who you are. You're just being able to be, just open up, take down all the barriers and you're, you're, you're your raw self, um, you know, and there's not many people that I can do that around and be that with, but I would say there's probably 10 individuals, tops, and four of them are you. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of, um, all I got, so I, I will give the floor back to somebody else. Well done, kiddo. Um, <laughs> well done. I, I mean, for real, man. That was you great. real quick. No, I mean, I meant that kiddo. in the most loving way. I say that to Blake all the time. I meant that in the most loving way. Like that was I know, that was and great. That's your son, right? Um, I'm not sure. I know, I know, man. But Chris, I that was great. Might might have been your best your best segment in in history of the fellas five. <laughs> that was great. Um, I'm not wrong. Um, Doc, I know we wanted to get to you. Uh, um, I'm good. I'll pass. I'll, I'll keep it. Uh, you sure? We're headed. Yes, sir. Stop yeah, passing, right. bro. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a great passer, but you know, this this your time. So, I think, and I want to hear more from Rio too going forward. Um, we all kind of talked about this a little bit, but do we all believe in real love, like the the, the genuine 
the thing that Mary J. Blige sang about? Do we believe in that? Or are we all, are we, it's different for everybody, right? So I don't know if there is a one true. So I imagine we all believe in love because we've talked about it. I don't know mm -hmm. if there is a one true love. Um, if we consider Kwan's share before, I mean, which I really liked and appreciated, if love is, right? Love is just this thing and it's, you know, we'll say love is a map and, you know, different parts or different places on this map is where you'll find a different version or type or style or, or, or fashion of it. That's what that is. So I don't know if there's a one true love. That's mm. that's my, my thought. So wait, is, is the question one true love or real love? Because I feel like those are also different. Real love, whatever that means. I mean, we've all, we're all searching for a real love, right? Somewhere to place our heart. Um, you might be. I don't know about this. Kev. What kind of? You are you? You're Kev. in that ocean again, aren't you, Kev? Kev's yeah, going with Kev. pros now. He's not even going. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm on just... my my Mary J. Blige and Shakespeare tip. Kev, all right, so confused, like you said, love is right. let's, let's, <laughs> amen. amen. So we all believe in love. We we believe in the idea of love. Okay, mm -hmm. we won't put the real on it. Um, and then I guess we asked Chris, and, and Chris just gave us a beautiful story. Um, mm -hmm. anyone else willing to share if they've ever been in love or the time a time they fell in love? I've I've been in love a couple times. Um, couple being like maybe twice, maybe three three times. I have to like really push it, but definitely, definitely twice. And one of those times, I'm still in. Um, but again, I think the benefit of of experience and and wisdom and education is that I realize that what I thought was um me being in love actually turned out to be me being in love with the idea of being in love mm -hmm. with someone um so I believe now that I, I truly am in love um and the there are stark differences between the two separate instances that I've experienced um so um, I, I can definitely share that, you know, my wife and I now, we didn't start off on the path of um, having a family. Um, neither of us were really looking for anything outside of like companionship. Um, we were adults, consenting adults, having a good time. Um, but we weren't you know, really looking to develop towards anything further. And I think that kind of became the beauty of it um, is in the fact that we weren't looking for this thing. So it allowed, it allowed it to flourish and kind of um, build organically and naturally. So not, neither one of us, you could say we're in control. It just evolved. Mm. Sure. Sure. Because it was a series of choices that we made to get to that <laughs> point that helped foster that energy. Um, because if, if we're talking about energy, energy has to be created, right? Unless you're just saying energy exists out in the ether and it's just harnessed in moments in time, which would be strange to think that fire just exists out in the world. But it's not until you know we roll some sticks together that's or we fire. do something. That's, that's called transformation of energy too. It's transforming from one form to another. But energy, that's what I'm saying. 
it, 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 energy, but it exists. does exist. It never goes away. It exists. It just it, transforms. Yes. Yeah. It constantly just and it presents. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Just saying, remember this shit when we have conversations later, Warren. It's just how, like, energies. That's just like how love and hate is the same thing, but they're very, very, you know, like they're the mm-hmm. same feeling. They just. It's like a spectrum. Yeah, right. a different kind. Com- yeah, exactly. Same exact feeling. It's just mm. at different ends of the spectrum. We got to talk about that. So that's energy. So, so I mean, that's point. energy too. That's two energy sides too. the same Spectrums coin. relate to or energy. Right. But it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. So, um, but yeah, so we, you know, went on this kind of journey together and we worked towards, you know, really what we were individually looking for. And we happened to start, you know, as we got to know each other more and, you know, have sometimes uncomfortable conversations, but just to have open dialogue um, without the pretenses of like this necessarily going anywhere, uh, we kind of allowed something more natural and organic to kind of flourish between us and really got to see each other for who we really were. And we didn't have to pretend to be somebody for the other person um, or try to make ourselves fit for the other person. Um, we just were exactly who we were. Um, and it was, it was a great thing. It's been an, uh, quite a journey and, and quite an experience. And um, we're still finding things out about each other, which you know is great. Uh, but we also work really well together. Uh, we lean on each other. We support each other. Um, we chastise each other constantly, but you know we're we're always pushing each other to be better and to outdo ourselves. Um, and I think that that's that's special and, and beautiful. And you know it doesn't feel like five or six years that we've known each other. Um, it it still feels like you know, maybe a year or two ago, but, you know, we've accomplished so much in a short time and, um, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's remarkable. I couldn't imagine being part of anything else because um, it just, it wouldn't compare. And I spoke about this previously in a different podcast, uh, a different episode rather, um, that is just, it's, I wouldn't be attracted to any, or I wouldn't be, not attractive, and I, I'm trying to say this, I wouldn't be lured into anything else because what I have is exactly like everything that I've, I've wanted, if not, if not more. So it's like nothing else can compete. It's just not even possible. Um, so I feel like I kind of went slightly off on a tangent, but. All right. Yeah. We, we good. Doc. Something I I think is important to mention, and this could be just a belief I have, I think something that people have a tendency to do, considering the power and the strength and the clarity of hindsight, I think people will often say, back then I wasn't in love, right? I don't think it's fair to look at who we were at a certain point and new person, new you speaking to old you and what old you was about so to that end i feel like we may in fact have been in love like at different times right i think so q to your point kind of you saying like if you compare what you have now with something you had before obviously there's it's something different something stronger something something that's that keeps you where you are today but i i don't 
know that it's fair to now say that looking back, I don't know I was I was in love because you were a different person, you needed different things. It felt the way it felt then. And I imagine if you from that point had a conversation with this you today, you may say, well, bro, it's the same thing. Like I, I feel the same, I feel the same way. Everything you're saying is how I feel as well. So I think, and I think that's one another one of the reasons that I look at energy kind of being this this thing, because if we look at love as just these this way that we feel and the way that uh, people connect around energy and are moved and are are, are drawn and pulled by this energy. Mm, I think like a tide we're... drawn and nope, pulled. Nope, nope. Like waves crashing on the shore. Not exactly. that. of your heart. No, that's not a thing I was I was speaking of. Drawn and pulled. Oh, it's like the, Jesus it's like the, the moon's <laughs> gravitational pull in the ocean anyway. Nope. Um, I think if we look at that, I think we can say that that's, that is love. And if we, you know, seven years, 10 years, 15 years later, if we feel something similar with a different person because we are different people, because we have grown and evolved and, and have become more complex, more advanced, we can still recognize and identify feelings. And I think we can say, well, I'm in love with this person now. And then, you know, maybe down the line, if something we become different people as, as well and, and things happen and we find someone else that maybe has that same same energy between mm -hmm. two folks, I feel like we could say, yeah, I, I'm in love then too. But I don't think love is like this absolute thing that happens once. And maybe this is a different conversation, slightly different conversation. But I think love can be a thing that that exists standalone like I, this feeling i have is a feeling like i'm in love boom and then we move on years later i'm in love boom and it doesn't discount the previous understanding or belief of love i think they can all be love at that form that that you may be asking about kev agree so Rio. let me, let me chime oh. in real quick yeah, yeah. I'm, i want to jump in for a quick second um while i i understand that that viewpoint in regards to, I guess, this earlier self versus this new self, there's also a thing of not necessarily understanding how you felt. So you might have mistaken the feeling of love for lust. Mm. Like, oh, I was in love with this person when I just was infatuated with their physique or, or, or something. I mean, I'm not, I'm not after listening to last week's pod, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, but again, I, I think again, you, you spoke to the idea of hindsight. And while I understand what you're saying as far as discounting said feeling, you may have a better understanding of what you actually felt in this, again, this new, more evolved self. So you may realize, again, no, I wasn't necessarily in love. I was in lust or I was infatuated or I was in love with the idea of being in love and not in love with the actual person. So I think that those things still exist as well you know, from that, from that gauge of hindsight, but I, I, I definitely understand and your I think point about that as well. I definitely understand. And I think you're right. And thank you for making that, that point, because I think we can absolutely recognize like, you know what, back then was X, but I'm speaking about the time when we're saying, no, I wasn't in love then because I know I'm in love now. Like, I don't think the feeling of what I know now as X year old versus what I knew as X minus 10, 15 
means that because I'm an adult and I know things now that I wasn't in love then. You're right. It could have been that I, I was in lust or I was in love with the idea of love, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you were not in oh, love. So was, oh, so this was tying into your thing about absolute love. Like, oh, well, oh, because I only could be in love once. So like all right. those other times that wasn't love. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't believe that's a thing. I think it can be a little bit. Yeah, I completely understand that. Yeah. And I agree with that too. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Now, now what I'm going to say, hold on. Oh, go ahead, DZ. Because I feel like I got to defend myself all of a sudden. No defense. So, no, no, brother. I'm, 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 I don't know what you got to defend, but I know, right? I don't think so. Okay. No, no, no. I felt all this heat from war and I'm all this different energy. So I can say that I loved. A, a former person that I was in a relationship with. However, I can also say with certainty that upon a more objective evaluation of the circumstance and understanding, I can say that what I found myself, what I found myself to be in love with was less that person and more of the opportunity and circumstance of what we could be which isn't the same as loving the person or being in love with the person. Sure. Because for me, and I'll get a little more specific, like there was a long distance relationship and I did not want to be in a long distance relationship. I knew that from the jump, but I proceeded to go through with it because I felt in some ways that I had to, and this is gonna sound so naive, but I had to like suffer to get for it to be like worthy of having it, right? Which is dumb. Like that's not that that's there's no prerequisite. Like it does that's not a requirement. It's not dumb. It's, it's your understanding of what you thought love was at the time you experienced it. It's not dumb. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's I had all other examples that said, like, well, you don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Like it that it, it that it wasn't necessary. But that's the part of us, you know, when I was talking about control or or that that why do fools fall in love, like that song. It's because we, at that point, we're, we're we're not capable of seeing the hindsight or 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 having this this overwhel- overarching worldview of the thing we're doing. We're just in it at the moment, and we're doing the best we can to preserve that feeling within that moment. So we're not always. You don't or, have mm-hmm. this open like it's kind of tunnel vision on like I want this thing because this thing helps me feel good, and I want to do whatever I can to preserve it. Right. And that's where you are. So it's not, I don't think you should look back on that as I made a mistake or negative. It's, it's kind of what you were capable of doing at that time with, 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 with what you had at that moment. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I don't look at it as I made a mistake. I, I look at it as I learned, like I learned a lot about myself through that process. I think mm-hmm. it's something that I kind of had to go through to have a better understanding and appreciation of what, what I'm capable of actually having and, you know, what I have now. But I could also sit back even then, like recalling that that there were red flags that I was like, you know what? It's not that serious because the the end result is going to be worth it. And it's like that that mechanism of saying like, these are things that are concerning to me and these are issues, but I'm not going to address them or I'm not going to give them their their due, you know, weight in this, I'm just going to look past it and look towards the end goal. That's, to me, that's a choice. 
Right, and that was you, a choice. Exactly. But you also said you, you knew said back love was a then, choice. <laughs> and you, but you right. also said you knew back yeah. then that it wasn't love. You just said that. You, no, 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 no. I said I wasn't in love. Eh. I love that person. I love I, I love that person without a doubt. But being in love, I can't. I can't be in love with somebody I only see like three times a year. Why like, not? Of course you can. Because I at at that point in time I was not capable of even doing that. So why? Maybe you I just wasn't in love with that person. You weren't in love with that person. And and that's why I just fucking said I wasn't in love. So but, but what are you defending right now, dude? That's what you don't have to defend anything. He's defending something in his own mind. Um I no, think so. Cause, cause, no, because you said cause you made it seem as though I was trying to go back and retcon, you know, how I felt about a previous relationship or my current relationship. And I know that wasn't so, me specifically. I know you were saying that like objectively for everybody, <laughs> but I just wanted to be clear. That's not what I was doing. I did. I played Listen. a little bit of tech. I felt like threw like Listen. seven arrows out and one dip my shoulder. And I'm like, let me just make sure that this motherfucker wasn't aiming at me. Before we leave here, I, I want to jump in too because I think hopefully what I say, Quan has has some backing to how you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think you know a lot of times we we hear the meme or we hear it from a mom or auntie or grandma. Oh, you little you little jokers don't know nothing about love. Like when we first. The first time we fall in love, and some girls mm-hmm. they say has our our nose open, or or uh, any of the open. other any of the other language they use that's right. colorful, you know. Um, yeah. And it's just that yo, we we didn't know that every time I see her, I want to pass her note or like or whatever they I don't know what the hell they do today, but they hit <laughs> each other. I'm trying to yeah, they text and they they, they Snapchat and whatever they're doing. No, they um, physically hit each other. I'm I'm serious. Well, yeah. um. And that is what we're capable of at the time. It doesn't mean that it was any less of the love that you experienced at 25, 35, 45. It's just at 17, this is what I had, and I gave it to you. Um, at 22, this is what I had, and I gave it to you. At 30, this is what I had, and I gave it to you. At almost 40 years old, as we are, or a little over, now we have a full, evolved view. These are all the things that it means, but at that stage in my life, that's what I was capable of, and that's what I gave. So it doesn't discount a love you had at 14, 15, 19, 22. It just means that now, as you were saying, your view of love has just grown up and matured because of all these other experiences. Right. Um, to that point, and segueing us to our next piece, um, I've been in love multiple times, right? I've fallen into that deep love less times. Among these times or among any other times you're thinking of, do we think, as Warren asked a little bit earlier, I don't know if you were quite ready to get there, is there only one true love or are there more? I think... Go ahead. Okay. I I really think it depends on how open and vulnerable you allow yourself to be. I think the more open and vulnerable, um, the more opportunities can present themselves for you to experience um you know different different levels and intensities of love that may last and may have a more more significant impact on you than others i think if you are extremely selective and you know very narrow like narrowly focused and honed in then i think yeah you may only have an experience one because you know, it could just end up being like an economies of scale. Like if you only give like five people a chance, one of those five, you know, is going to be it for you and you're going to lock into it and that's going to be it. But if you, 
open the, you know, your horizons up to thousands, then there could be multiple, you know what I mean? And it's just a matter of how you decide to experience and um, embrace the opportunities that present themselves. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Q. Um, I, I think... I think it's again, if, and I'm gonna st- keep hanging on to my energy thing. I think it's just it's it's what you what people feel between them. And to what Q was saying, if you are in a space where you are open to feeling a thing, if you, you know, are are curious and authentic and just present, I think you will find yourself feeling like, wait a minute, what's what's this? I didn't know this thing, and just going in and leaning into it. So I think you like Q was saying, you open the door up for a lot more possible. Um, feelings to be shared deeper intense feelings was that was that like a subtle condom reference you just made about it wasn't feeling between between them okay because it because you said deep and intense later and then i was real or chris Chris? i'm just saying like (laughs) i know some listeners out there like no that was that was a Freudian slip no, he didn't, he didn't say a brand at all. So why why would it be a, a condom plug? I'm confused. No, not. But I'm just like he he said. Feeling you know what? Why don't we? Why don't we just? Them. Why don't we just he used some right? very descriptive words to describe what he was trying to get to? And a sensation, a, and it wasn't a condom man. Thanks. Um, about energies, Quan, so Can you let Mario speak? To touch on you know Thank this you. this this question that can position. No, I, I don't think there's just one. I don't think there's one true love. I don't. I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't have like an in-depth answer. No, that's that's good. These these guys kind of went in. Uh, they did go Tom in. I, I'm and, gonna. Uh, Warren kind of went in on that. Um, and I kind of I kind of feel the the spectrum thing. And again, it's. I mean, I'm not going to go with his, you know, law of averages type thing. But yeah, like it's if you open yourself to it, you give yourself more opportunity to experience it. So, while I don't want to. I mean, I do agree with it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna let Chris answer last because I'm, I'm already talking. But um, I, 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 I agree 100% with what you guys are saying on this. So I think there are potentially more than one true love. The potential issue you may have, and this could happen, and this could come out in a different conversation about love that we have. There's more period, uh, more uh, sections, uh, segments. So stay tuned. Um, but um, it it can be extremely hard to come out of something that you thought was true love to then go into the next opportunity. Um, again, as everyone's mentioned, to 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 reopen yourself up for that sensation, um, because the falling out of love piece, which is going to be later on, is um is, is tough. That that's 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 something that um you know it, it's not an easy it's not an easy process, but um. It's always tough to withdraw out of those kind of situations, you know, just to like the completely one, one, let's, Why don't we give somebody what? else a little oh, chance? Just Chris, chance go ahead. <laughs> Chris, is there just one? Yeah, I want to somebody, somebody film me and I had to um, uh, help my little guy with going to the potty. So I missed. Then he like, says, fill me in. Come on, guys. <laughs> no worries. Yo, Chris, is, is there just one? Is there just one true love or do you think there's potentially more than one? Um, I think it's the uh, the latter for sure, because you got to think that people um, are unfortunately um, maybe widowed 
um, for whatever reason, military spouse, um, somebody might pass away and then they find love again later in life. So obviously there's plenty of circumstances that um, people deal with in life. And we see all the time where somebody gets, you know, was married to the love of their life and tragedy, whatever. Um, and then they get remarried and they find love again. So I think it's definitely the latter in my opinion. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, brother. So we got two more segments we're going to talk about. People can choose to talk about either. Um, what's it like to be in love? It's all a brother's thinking of. I'm just wondering, will love ever know me? My heart is open, but I'm still hoping to find what it is that everyone keeps on talking about. That's from memory. That's Jagged Edge. That's a great song. Um, great song. So I, we said we was going to do the corny part. Come on now. The fans might be liking this part. The fans might like this part, Warren. I, I'm just mad. I never got the, the quote. You know, I thought I loved this girl once. I, I, I said didn't it even hear that. No, you said something different. You ain't say exactly what you said. I, I said this girl once. Confusion. I with didn't, I didn't go into that the Jersey part. voice. That was after. All right. I feel like love is like confusion. I thought I was in love with this girl, but I really wasn't. Now I don't even care about her. Anyway, that was 14. Anyway, so um, so what your your first love or, or favorite love story or kind of if you want to go into detail about what love feels like, if you want to use a poem or a song or something that you think about, a song that plays over and over when you're in that zone, it's like, man, this is how I feel. Um, we can talk about either of those and then um, and then we can get ready to wrap up. I'm going to say my favorite love story has got to be uh, Pepper Potts and Tony Stark from the MCU. Um, mm. it, it gets me every time, like seeing and knowing this guy's arc and seeing how they like, you know, weaved it and evolved uh, throughout, throughout this, uh, that 10 year span. I mean, that's to me, that's, uh, you know, it, it's hard to like watch that final scene where she's like, you can rest now. And every fucking time a tear comes to my eye because I'm just like, damn, like she knows this guy that well to like, mm, like it did. Mm, that's that's my favorite love story. Favorite love story. One of the greatest depictions of love I've seen on stage or screen was his sacrifice to make sure that we can keep on going and have podcasts like this. So thanks, Iron Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you was going with Jesus for a second. I was like, Chris, about to be so excited. Oh, just... I was playing off of what you just said. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. So, um, someone else go. I'm not sure I have a favorite love story just yet. I know I don't. So I'm just going to go and say I don't. All but right. My favorite love song is Anytime by Brian. Ooh. So you want to give us a couple bars? No, I will not. Uh, I will not do no such thing. Oh, bars. come on. Yeah. But that is definitely my favorite song by far um yeah did like, anybody ever send like a little like poem or love note or or or, or lyrics to, to their girl back in class back in the day i mean I, i'm almost certain i did corny stuff like that in elementary school like for sure i did um i absolutely cannot recall any of it but i definitely did corny stuff like that in elementary school you were making a mixtape that for was anybody? a girl named janelle Oh, I had a Janelle in my life too. Yeah. Name drop. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I mean, I didn't say her last name, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. She know who she is. She listening. She's like, 
Oh my nah, god. No, it's okay. I hope she's having a good life, but no, that's okay. It was it was an elementary school. That was it. Fuck off now. It's a no. It's a no. <laughs> but um yeah, like I definitely wrote her like corny letters. Like I Aww. definitely did. I definitely did. Hmm. I'ma say I really love Shakespeare. And as I'm thinking about one, she did more homework. I apologize, listeners. I can't think of my favorite sonnet or poem, if you will. Um, Absolutely. But, um, indeed, that too. Um, but I'm going to say, at least when I was in high school, um, and I went on a date to see this movie uh, with my high school, one, well, one of them, I guess, high school sweethearts. But um, mm. um, loving basketball. Loving basketball was like, I'm a hooper. Uh, they had a love for the game that was also a love for each other, and um, that was. Are a you great reading the cover? Did you just no. read the cover? No, that's just that's <laughs> just that's just how it feels, right? Um, so that that was a great love story for me um, in that movie because um, it is it both my true loves, right? Like the girl you fall in love with and, and hooping. Uh, anybody else? That was a certified cheat getter right there. Loving basketball, man! You pop that DVD in. If you ain't getting no cheeks, then you might as well just go play hoop. You might as well go hoop. No, Love Jones was one of them joints. Love Jones was good too. Brown Sugar was yeah, Brown so Sugar sorry. was love loving basketball, but with hip hop, it was the same movie. Pretty much, just... yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that joint was a that was a win. Yeah, that was a win, man. Sure, yeah. good times. Doc, Yentl. I just was it up. was it different being in love in the 1800s? Shut your face! I I just happened to love more love. dysentery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you for that. Um, you know what really gets me now uh, in my old age, and it's gonna sound weird. And Hot weather. <laughs> no, I love. Babs, I love you. If you're listening, I love you still, Barbara Streisand. Uh. But what gets me now is um, anime. So it's weird, right? Like if you watch, (laughs) like I watch a lot of like the random like animes and they're usually about high schoolers. But these high schoolers are typically acting like fully grown adults. Like who knows what they're doing in life? Like demons and, and, you know, all of this random, random stuff. It's not like, weird anime like that but there's often these um like really core and central love stories that just always kind of appear between like some of the characters and I think what what kind of hits me is how authentic and pure it's represented um as an example one I was I watched um not too long ago uh, I, th- I guess they were 14 year old or, or, or high school or whatever age they are. Um, <laughs> this sounds so suspect, Warren. Please get to your point. I'm getting get nervous. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, but there was this um, this this guy that uh, he's 27 now, but he went back 12 years. So I guess he's 15. Well, it's different parts, but he went back uh, in time because he was able to do that by oh. some strange happenstance to um, to like correct something that happened. So people that he really cared for died and what he was going back in time to do was adjust some events so these people wouldn't die Mm. and one of the times he went back there was this fight that he had to break up 
and um, he was like unsure of himself and he was like, you know, emotions like, I can't do this. There's no way I could do this. And the girl that he was, you know, that that they had this little relationship, but it was very innocent and pure. And she just kind of like kissed him, like just leaned over and kissed him. Like, I believe in you. And, and I'm just like, <laughs> like, I just got super emotional. But it's just like when I see pure representations of like honest, like sweet, like I love you, I support you, I'm here for you kind of love, like in these very seemingly abnormal and, you know, unforeseen circumstances. I'm just like, I didn't know that was coming. And now I'm getting all weepy. So yeah, that's what I do in my old age. Now I watch anime series and, you know, I cry, but whatever. I know where that's I'm so nights. weird, but I'm going to go along with this on you. So you should watch um, Kotaro Lives Alone. Have you heard of this? I have. Have you watched it? I have that. Oh, such a good series. A little strange, a little weird, but it's it's good. And, and it gets it'll get you in the feels. Uh the rest, I mean, you watching high school anime is kind of weird, but it's all I mean, high school. You'd be surprised I, how much how the majority of it is high school, but but you don't pay attention to that. But no, we're not I talking do. about that. This we can let's let's, let's let's finish that off air so we can <laughs> yeah. get into it. Chris, what you got for us? Let's 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 close it out soon. I got to rock with um, Rio on the um, uh, brown sugar. That's a pretty mm. good one. So I got to rock with him on that. Um, and also, the greatest love story is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> I don't know. So now, you know, so not like in, in seriousness like that, that's, that's, that's what I would say is, um, you know, that. And we can close now. All right. Well, if this world were mine, I would give my pod listeners all the flowers, the birds and the bees, and all the love that was inside of me. Because um, oh. we would give you, we would be all you need. That you was I mean? terrible. That That's got to be consensual given too, because it's a different time, Kim. You just can't go giving everything you got on inside these days. I didn't sing it. He, and it's a good thing. Yeah, he... See, he, you know, that's... Listeners, that was my vulnerability. Just getting stomped on and crushed right there. So I don't know if I'm ever gonna be open up, open well, up my love Well, don't be so again. vulnerable and so wrong at the same time. Hey, <laughs> I mean, we, we didn't preface this episode as being a safe space either. So you gotta <laughs> know going hey, into I love, it. I love you and your vulnerability, Kevin. Listen, um, I love all of you guys, um, my brothers, my our listeners, and um, we hope this was great, um, or at least good, and that you will continue to uh, to listen and give us feedback. Um, again. Facebook, Instagram, um, hit us up. We're Gmail Fellows Five Podcast. Um, please remember to tell your friends if you love them about this podcast, and even if you don't love them, tell them anyway because I think we're pretty dope. And um, we'll catch you next time. I hope you love this episode and this podcast. <laughs>